Fight your tongue. it in a hot minute episode 13 of tar hill talk part of don't bite your tongue podcast it's tar hill talk so you already know who is on the other line from me from me the best co-host best man slash best friend in the fucking world my man cody what's good man what is going on homie we, we forgot. We, they almost forgot what you sound like. It's been so long. Bro, it's been a minute. Uh, it's been hectic. Okay. <laughs> it's it's been real hectic. We haven't um got up. I don't even know if we got up here like since. Uh, did we have a closeout episode to the season? I think we were gonna record one and it never happened. Yeah, we were gonna do one. Uh, but we never did it because the whole COVID Corona bullshit started. So. Oh, that's fact. Because I'm I'm looking now. Like the last time we did a uh, THT, which shout out to our real talk, man. You already know. You already know. That's all I got to say. Um, last time we did one of these and everything was March 8th. Okay. So I was trying to get all my shit knocked out, I recall, because y'all already know what the hell's going on that 14th weekend. Yeah, that's right. That's right. COVID or no. And you know... Um, I think the NBA got shut down like the 11th or the 12th. Yeah, I remember your your birthday was like right around when this shit was really starting to hit the fan. So. It was starting to hit, and I remember being like, people was like, well, we don't know if you guys should go out. Like, And I'm like, yo, you just need, you just got to let me enjoy this weekend. Like, leap year came around and, and, and shifted my birthday Onto a Saturday, I got you. You like it, y'all knew y'all knew I couldn't be stopped. It was just best that it happened. Now, literally the next weekend, everything shut down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I think I, I think I party too hard that like they was like, okay, we got to shut this shit down for a while. And this been shut down for a while. <laughs> that might be the case, but you know, we, we haven't caught up on Corona shit at least up here. Um, remember, guys, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything wherever you're listening to this, and in the bio. Also, um, this is gonna be the last episode of May. I say this for two reasons. One, as of the recording of this, happy birthday to my pops. Like I said, I told y'all like earlier podcast a couple of months ago, whatever, back in way better health. That's a real blessing. Also, uh, I got that June playlist coming for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a little like more more music for your head tops on Apple and Spotify. I ain't got all the other streaming platforms, wherever you listen to your music. But those two, if you want to check out the playlist, I'll have them available for y'all in the links. 
not on this episode, but the first episode coming up for June. So be on the lookout for that as well. Hell yeah. So, bro, you want to tell the people what we're doing today? Well, uh, I guess it's been what about a couple weeks ago now. We uh, saw this thing online, and it was the top 16 point guards for that's ever come through Carolina, and it was had them in a bracket to see who was the top point guard. And that got us thinking that'd be a good thing for us to break down because we didn't get to break down any tournaments this year. So This we, is true. Uh, we figured it would be our version of a tournament. We're going to start with this one and hopefully do the rest of the positions as well. Yeah, now, 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 like UNC Basketball's official Instagram dropped this, but has recently went back and deleted it. So... I don't know if we're going to have to make up our own. I feel like, you know, we're talented or whatever. We can find some more. I can find some more help to help us out or whatever as far as, you know, who's the best two guard, which I feel like that's kind of a steal. Um, <laughs> who's the best three, the best four, the best five, you know. Yeah, I think like the two guard and then the the five is kind of like already spoken for. So. But that is, yeah, that's very true, and we we can't and we can't clearly do coaches either. I, I feel like that's not fair, and it's also, I mean, it would just turn into a giant. You know, it's not about who's better; it's about everyone else isn't as blessed. <laughs> I'll just say that. Fuck it. I, know, but I would love to debate who's better, Coach Roy or Dean. That's that'd be a hell of a debate. I mean, shit, we can go there, bro. <laughs> Like, one of us get a side and the other one, like, get the other side and just, you know what I'm saying? This is why this is better. Yeah, I'm going to have to get some facts right now first for that one, I guess. <laughs> oh, bro, that's going to take some, like, right. We only got, uh, not not basketball reference, but, yeah, it's, it's college basketball reference for this, but that's going to take some research, boy. You hear me? Yeah, you know, uh, go through, like, who's got the better recruiting classes, who had the better teams, everything. Jesus Christ. I can just imagine, like, looking at some of the teams and being like, wait, wait, wait. So you had just everybody. Yeah. Like, there was no one that you didn't get that year. Like, I mean, like, what did you say? Hey, yo, come up or whatever. You know, we got you. <laughs> they were Kentucky before Kentucky. Bruh, Kentucky wishes. <laughs> True that. You know, like shit. Let's, let, we can speak on that just real slight, right quick, and everything. How how long or when was it that you first started to hate Kentucky? Uh, about the time that Cal Perry started getting like every five star recruit to go there, and you can obviously tell there's some shady shit going on, but no one's investigating them. I guess you you know. I mean, you know, you're not trying to say there's no way that shady shit just seems to follow him. Like, no way, right? Like that's every time he leaves the school, some as soon as he leaves, some shit, a big world full of shit hit him. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so we starting this bracket off on the left side, correct? That'll be that's where I'll, I'll start. Yeah. How about say so you want to go left all the way down and then go right all the way down? Uh, yeah, that's fine. So you want to do like the whole left and then start the whole right, or just do the first round, then the second round? Uh, like, just like you said, or whatever, the first round or whatever, then the second. All right. Painful. So this first matchup goes between Cole Anthony and Phil Ford. So I feel like everyone listening and everything, of course, knows who Cole Anthony is. But Phil Ford, man, I mean, 
we're gonna we ain't gotta dive too much into it, but I mean, I think he he got this shit. Oh, easily. I, I don't I think would, it's close. I would love some of the stats. Phil Ford was averaging eighteen point six points per game and six point one assists in seventy four to seventy eight, bro. I'm about to say he's one of those people or whatever, like, you know, he's way too old for us. We're talking 74 to 78, but he's one of those names, like, I know about you. Exactly, and he's one of the all-time greats to come out of Carolina, so yeah, I love Cole, don't get me wrong, but yeah, he he got knocked out in the first round. I mean, yeah, we dedicated an entire episode to you, Cole, so I mean, we it's love over here, you know? Oh yeah, all the way, but he just got a bad first-round matchup there. I mean, fast. We're talking about a. I mean, we're gonna go. We're gonna continue to go over these stats and these accomplishments. An ACC tournament MVP and a three-time All ACC player. Yeah, I feel like ACC you, rookie or uh, player of the year. Once you win player of the year, I feel like that's pretty much. <laughs> too, he got the it. he got the Wooden Award, wasn't it? Wasn't that the NCAA Player of the Year? Or am I wrong? I think that I think that was the player NCAA Player of the Year, and I'm pretty sure he's won it. Yeah. Because they're the players that Carolina has won it. So yeah, he got a terrible. We got a terrible first round matchup. Far in my bracket. So. <laughs> I, and, and you know, I, I see it. I, I see why. I, I see why. So yeah, he's he's going on to the next round. Um. Now the next one. This is the one I told you that really had me. I I was kind of stumped for a minute, but go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, on on this. Second matchup of the first round, we got Joel Berry versus Kobe White, 919's own yeah. Kobe White. And we, we, we spoke a little bit about this prior, but we were like, you know, we're going to get in depth about it on the pod. Now, and I and I know people saying, like, what do you guys mean? It's, it's Joel, like, hands down and everything, too. And I feel like, of course, it is Joel. Don't get me wrong. But damn, Kobe, man. I mean, like, we, we said it's going to be hard because, like we said, all which we weren't even doing the pod then, which y'all are lucky. We weren't doing the pod yet when, when uh, Kobe was at school. But he from the crib. <laughs> He's from the hometown. Like, we're clearly biased. Yeah. And I think it's different for Kobe because Joel had lots of backup. Kobe carried that team. You know what I mean? Not only that, now we had heard about Kobe for how many years? Just being in Goldsboro. Yeah. Because he was like a freshman in high school, I think, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. But he wasn't supposed to be the guy. That was supposed to be Nazir. Exactly. It was, it was, I mean, it was clear before ACC play, yo, Kobe's the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, I can't say nothing. He carried that team. And like you said, he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the McDonald's All-American. That was, I mean, Nazir was supposed to, like, be that dude. Yeah. But, I mean, just, you know, before we get off, like, Kobe and everything, like, All-ACC, All-ACC tournament, um, you know, and All-ACC freshman team. Yeah. Average 16 and four assists. Yeah, I mean, got up. I hate to put him out in the first round because that's my guy. But it, Now, that is our guy, but, I mean, he's going against, and we're going to – I mean, shit, it's going to be a tough little matchup. I can't wait for this next round, bro. He's going against the NCAA winner, two-time um, NCAA All-Tourney, ACC All-Region, um, tournament most valuable player. Yeah, 
ACC yeah. tournament MVP, two-time ACC All-Tournament, and two-time All-ACC? That, I think lost on people how much of a monster Joe was because, because people people forget like he won that championship. What was it? His uh, his second year or his third year? His junior year. We made it to the championship his sophomore year. There we go. Okay, yeah. So he was he was on those teams because he did like he didn't get. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Like his the way he went out his last season and everything, he didn't deserve that for what he gave to us. But like. He did not go out without a bang. He was still fighting. We we talked about that last game or whatever. We were on the phone after. We were like, yo, we love the fact that like he knew we were out of the game and he still refused to give up. Oh yeah. He he fought tooth and nail in that game. Like say whatever yeah. you want. Some people gonna kinda say, Oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not that that shit doesn't show. Nah. We are fans. Like we know this shit like that. Oh yeah. And we really noticed he was the only one on the team that was still fighting, you know. <laughs> Pretty much, bro. I mean, that's <sighs> was, was that that was that that terrible ass Texas A and M uh, game in the yeah. Sweet Sixteen? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that matchup has to go to Joel, and that's that's no slight or anything on Kobe. We've shouted him out not not only on multiple times on you know live from the nosebleeds, but definitely over here. On Tar Heel Talk. Oh yeah, he's gonna have a bright future up there in Chicago. Oh, absolutely. And I, oh, oh super, super duper last thing. Remember that combo we had that day when you um, you found out he wasn't starting, and I started naming people, and you were like, "Who?" <laughs> oh yeah. You were like, "Who? Who? Who are you people?" Hell <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't feel like this next one is going to be much of a debate, and this is no shade because I don't really know much about um, my man's. But King Rice, that is literally his name. Look it up if you guys not believe me. King Rice versus Raymond Felton. Yeah, I, I looked up a little bit about King Rice. I mean, he averaged a little over six points per game, four and a half assists per game. Never won a title. Um, I didn't look to see if he won any player of the years or anything, but I mean, just off numbers alone, he doesn't really match up with Raymond Felton. So. It's not even close. I mean, do we even have to dive into Raymond's numbers right now? No, nah, I'd say that for the next round. Be honest. I'm about to say, I mean, we just can we just say can we just say champion and and just leave the rest of it for later. And and Raymond got a championship. So. <laughs> And I, hey, and I try to tell y'all motherfuckers now, whatever. When y'all tried to shit on like my boys when they all left that year, Raymond Felton is still in the league right now. It's 2020. Yep, the only one off that team. Raymond oh, Felton's been in the league over 15 years now, sir. Yep. Who the fuck would have thought? Yeah, I never thought it, bro. He was good. <laughs> I would have thought he'd be the one off that team that still be playing. I thought it was gonna be like you know someone. Well, shit, we had Marvin was the second. Oh, well, Marvin's still in the league. But if he's still in the league, but I don't. I mean, he was on that team, but at the same time, like he only played one year with us. You know. What I mean, he came in that first year or whatever, and was like, "Oh wait, y'all gonna get, wait? I'm gonna be a lottery pick? Shit, all right." Yeah, he didn't even start for us. That was the craziest part. And that's how loaded that squad was. We had to, bro. We had both the. You know, that was when we. That's when we really like we we met right around that time. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's when shit started getting popping because we was like, yo, 
<laughs> what was it? Um, Jackie Manuel and um, what was what, what was my man name? Williams. Uh, was it Jawad Williams? Yes, we was like, y'all gonna stay sleep on them, but they nice, man. I'm telling you. Them boys did what they were supposed to do. But um, the final or the fourth matchup over here on this left side of the bracket. And I promise you guys, I'm gonna show y'all the picture so y'all gonna see what we're talking about. Ed Coda versus Larry Brown. Now, I'm looking up the numbers for both of them. Yeah, I did too. I think I got to give it to Coda. That's who I gave it to as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it like there's no shade on Larry Brown. Like, I mean, he's a he is a legend in Chapel Hill, but that's pretty much off namesake and one of the best coaches in NBA history, you know? Yeah. I, I honestly always forget that he played at Carolina. I just think it was more of his coaching, you know? I mean, it was so long. I mean – 19, like the 60 through 63. Yeah, that's shit. Our parents weren't even born yet, bro. <laughs> nah, not yet. I mean, you compare that to Coda, which the numbers aren't just spectacular, but nine points, like eight assists, pretty much. Yeah. Three time all ACC, three time all ACC tournament, ACC all freshman, ACC rookie of the year. Yeah, he seemed like he was a. Uh... Pretty damn good. I don't. That was before my. I mean, whether it was before my time, before I really started watching. So. No, nah, that was before our time. We could say that because uh, that was. I only know about him because um, I think it was one of the books back in the day that we can get at middle school, bro. Uh-huh. I want to say he was. Uh, I want to say he was in the, like one of the Carolina books or whatever. Yeah. About like stars of the future, you know what I'm saying? About to say, because he was like 97 to 1,000, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were still, we were still young, we were still young bucks over there. We weren't ready for that shit yet. No, we weren't really watching them. <laughs> but you know, it'd be like that, so. Yeah, Coda moving on to the next round. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the left side. Starting off the right side, first matchup, Kenny Smith versus Tom... Kearns, correct? Yeah. Um, this one was an interesting matchup to me because Kenny Smith, like 13 points a game, six assists per game. Kearns, 12 points a game. It did, he, he's so old, didn't even list the assist, but um, but he did win a championship. So I, I don't know, man. I was kind of, I was in between. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. He's part of that, um, that 57 championship? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I say, like you say, he's so old they don't have a picture of him. I know, man. He didn't even list his assist numbers, bro. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm looking now. <laughs> so his claim to fame is a title, two-time All-ACC, two-time All-ACC tourney versus Kenny Smith, who two-time All-ACC tourney, three-time All-ACC. I gave it to Kenny off the numbers, but I can see how that one would go either way. I can rock with you there too, honestly. Mm. I can rock with you there too, and everything. Which I forgot. Um, and maybe I'm gonna have to like look this up or whatever, because um, someone says you know everyone talks about our our '82 team that won the title. Yeah. But that '84 team, Jordan's last year before he left when he was a junior, 
I think we still had Jordan, Kenny, and Sam Perkins. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure James Worthy had already left. Yeah, I think James Worthy had left, and that was but they talk about the 84 team should have, you know, they probably could have won a title, but they got upset by Indiana. I say all that to say, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to give this to Kenny, and it's no disrespect on Kearns, even though he is a champion. So, yeah, this next matchup, though. Now, I, and I'm going to I'm gonna pull him up because I just don't want it to be automatically just one-sided. But um, <laughs> Marcus Page versus Derek Phelps. It is Phelps, correct? Yeah. Way I pronounce it. Um, yeah. When I looked them up, seven point three points a game, almost five assists. He won a championship. It was like so. He was there for the '93 title. So. Oh, okay. Which I'm trying to think. It's, it's a lot of people on that '93 team and everything. I don't know a lot about. Yeah, same here. But I mean, that's really the like, great oyster tag year, you know. Yeah. Seemed like he was a good player, but uh, he got the unfortunate of coming up against Marcus Page in the first round. Now I we now I need you to tell the people because we have for our longtime Tar Heel Talk fans, they already know this story and everything. Your relationship to Marcus Page, man. <clears throat> well, um, I, it, I think the part that you really want me to mention is the fact that my daughter's middle name is after Marcus Page. <laughs> he he literally talked his wife into it, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a game. <laughs> yes, my daughter's middle name is Paige. So. This yeah. is why I said we're not trying to be biased out here, but it's certain shit where it's like, come on now, this is our guy. Like, yeah, he he never had any extraordinary numbers. I mean, he did average like seventeen points per game one season, I think, but. He was always just so consistent, I think, the reason I liked him so much. You pretty much knew what you had with him, you know what I mean? Right. And, and like we said, you know, we were even talking about that one year where he, like, we went all the way to freaking Iowa just for us to lose to Northern Iowa. Yeah. I mean, the least games he's ever played is 34. Yeah. And that was the senior year. <laughs> and yet you were right. He averaged uh, 17 and a half uh, his uh, sophomore year. Yeah. I, I thought it was a sophomore, junior one. I couldn't remember. He's the luckiest bullshit away from a championship. Oh yeah, I mean, let's not we can straight up say that we were down in that game, and he he had a miraculous shot to tie it up for us. So. Brian, that was supposed to be the shot that was getting played, but you know that one shot that never happened. You know, I don't I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I ain't never seen that shot before. I, I never <laughs> saw it. <laughs> My TV cut out right before that shit happened. When, when I when I hear Luther one shining moment, I don't see that shit. Right, right. You know. And I, like I said, bias aside, man, it's got to go to Marcus Page here. We're talking about a three time All ACC turn, you know, tourney like ACC All Freshman, like two time All ACC. Yeah, I feel like it's got to go to Marcus Page. I mean, he's. He 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 was definitely he was there four years he he did it the right way you know what I'm saying it's got to go to Marcus Page it's it is this is no bias this is all facts no printer yep hundred percent now I'm gonna look up the numbers now because I'm I'm going to the next matchup and everything oh. about this next matchup to me what's up bro I lost and played for George Carl. That is hilarious. I just thought of that. Damn, that's that, 
Shout out to you coming with the facts out here, bro. I know, man. That's crazy. I, I forgot George Carl played for Carolina, bro. I really did. Well, we all kind of did, but you, you know, um, you, my, my, my co-host here has not called caught up on the Jordan doc yet, guys. I have not, man. I've but been. um, when you do, I'll go ahead and tell you a little spoiler or whatever. Which I mean, it's it happened how many years ago? So spoiler. But um, like. <laughs> you, you you know um, Jordan referenced about you know George Call being a Carolina guy. Oh okay. But when the Bulls played the um, Sonics in the '96 uh, Finals, he was like they started off on every or they they were at a restaurant or something. He didn't speak to him, and he was like, "Yo, you know, like we're both Carolina guys. You know, you know Dean. Like I took that as disrespect, so I was gonna take it as disrespect." Damn. <laughs> so, so look, I think Carl came up with a story like he was like, well, he's like, well, if you talk shit to him, he was gonna take it away. If you didn't talk shit to him, he's gonna come up with something. So I mean, I might as well do one of them. Yeah, George was a different breed, bro. That that man, like, he'd make up some shit in his head just to get himself fired up. So. <laughs> and and as someone who like you know looks at pettiness and everything on a new level, I know you, I know you just like yes. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm 100 percent behind anything it takes to get yourself fired up for, you know, game ready. So I'm 100 percent behind that. But uh back to the matchup. Um yeah, all, all that aside, um George Carl, we love you, man. Great coach, man. Really great coach. But you're going against the NCAA champion. You're going yeah. against ACC all freshman. And if you look at the numbers ACC player of the year. Similar. The the numbers are similar, but the accomplishments, man. Exactly. Once you get to the accomplishments part. He's not even six foot. He's like my height, or or I might be shorter, but you know. And let's not forget, Kyle Lawson would probably have averaged a lot more points per game if he won't play in with the ACC leading points score. The GOAT! <laughs> the GOAT, man! The GOAT! <laughs> so. He played with the GOAT! <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> like, I mean, shit, you, you, you can say it, bro. We biased over here. You, you, you clicked on this podcast. You know what you're listening to. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll talk about that guy on a later podcast when we get to the centers. I mean, he's he's incredible. It, it goes without saying. And that's, yeah, man. We it's all just, know he's my favorite player of all time. For Carolina, so. Yeah. So, let's get to the final first round matchup. Okay. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. It is Kendall Marshall versus Jeff Lebo. Yeah, definitely, but I actually know a little bit about him. Um, he was actually a really good player back in the day. He averaged like 12 points a game and like four and a half assists, but Kendall Marshall averaged like eight assists a game and was one of the best true point guards I've ever seen play. So. Yeah, and this is no disrespect on Jeff. This is nothing. I mean, I can't think. I'm like, why do I know that name from? I mean, is he, isn't there, is there another Lebo that we know? No, but Jeff Lebo does coach some NCAA school now, I think. I can't remember. If you look it up on that same site we were looking at, I think it'll tell you. But he's either coaching or coached somewhere. I mean, like you said, Kendall averaged eight assists in his career. Like, the last year before he left or whatever, all, like 10 assists. Yeah, and let's not forget, if he hadn't broke his wrist, I still think we'd have won a championship that year. You know, we were pissed. 100%. <laughs> I remember confrontations almost happening. 
Yeah, we've talked about that on here before. We probably don't need to get into it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, th- that's definitely going to um, Kendall? Yeah, that's who I gave it to, bro. <sighs> right, so... That's the end of the first round, ladies and gentlemen. Now's where it's going to get interesting. The second round, when you start putting some of these really high-class guys against each other. Oh, man. This is the one I feel like we were talking about. We're like, oh, this shit about to get crazy this second round, man. Like, Phil, yeah. first matchup of the second round, Phil Ford versus Joel Berry. I'm going to let you start first, bro. Well, man, as I said earlier, I got Phil going – a little further than this, so I had Phil taking this one, but man, the numbers... It was tough! It was really tough! It was, man. I love it was Joel really Ford. tough, and like we say, it's no disrespect to any of these guys, but damn, Phil's numbers is crazy. He really is, man. You gotta think about it. This was in the seventies, <laughs> bro. So, like, they won't score like that back then as much, you know what I'm saying? We're still doing four corners, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so... 18.6 points per game in the 70s is like probably like 25 to 30 right now. You know what I mean? So I, I just had to give it to Phil. I really hated to because Joel, I mean, he averaged 13 points a game, like three and a half assists, I won a championship, multiple players of the years. But Phil Ford's hard to take out, bro. He, he was definitely hard to take out. And like you, like you just said and everything, bro. And I, I'm I'm looking this up now. His scoring went up every year. <laughs> he started off 16 a game, averaged eight, like it was gonna be averaged 19 the next two years, and then finished off averaging 21. Jesus. Like 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 bro just said, y'all don't get this. This is 74 to 78. Yeah, that's ain't getting off like that back then. No, not at all. And he averaged over six assists per game. So I mean, it wasn't like he was just scoring. Oh, that's right. You you know Carolina gonna pass that ball. Oh yeah. You won't. You know there's there's that legendary joke. The only person to hold Jordan, well, the only person to hold Jordan past a certain amount of points was Dean. <laughs> yes, so, you ready for this second or the second matchup in the second round? Yeah, man. I, I think this was pretty easy actually, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I need to pull Ed Coda back up. Honestly, it's not trying to be disrespectful, but. I mean Raymond, man. Ooh, like yeah, I picked that with Raymond. Ed Coda, do his numbers again. Ed Coda was nine points a game and seven and a half assists per game, but Raymond was twelve and a half points a game, seven assists per game, and a championship. You know what I mean? So a crucial championship too. You know, a very crucial championship. The turning, if you ask me, the turning point in UNC basketball. The second turning point, you know, that was when Roy established himself. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that was it. And we'll never, we will never forget. I feel like we've talked about it a million times that in that season, that first matchup against Duke, where we lost, and like you know, that person who shall not be named, you know, small forward for that team, he was looking at Raymond like he was crazy. Oh yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I think Raymond kind of made like not the best decision. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember that very next game or whatever, he was going against a you know pretty good Connecticut squad, and yeah, uh, Raymond was like, you know what, I got it back. Yeah, that was back when Connecticut was top one or two all year. Yeah, they just won the title the year before. Yep. 
I mean, they lost to make Okafor to the league, but I mean, of course, they were still a, you know, it's, yeah. they still weren't trash. No, not at all. And I promise you guys, we are not trying to, like, fly through this, but I mean, it's definitely Raymond on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see any competition, really. Yeah, you know, not at <laughs> yeah. all. I mean, they really, if they just set this bracket up a bit better, I would have put Ed Cota and Larry Brown that first-round match if I would have spread that out a little bit. Both of those kind of could have went out in the first round. <laughs> you know, you bring up a good point right there, bro. But we didn't make this bracket, so. We didn't. <laughs> I mean, we might make up some more, but, you know, not this one. And we'll do better when we make up ours, I promise. Oh, bro, ours is going to be, that's what I said, like, these these other ones, they might take, I ain't going to take, you know, we're not make make y'all wait forever, but we're going to go through these shits and really kind of make this bracket nice, like, make it more balanced. Oh, yeah. All that. Sure. So, the third matchup of the second round, Marcus Page versus Kenny Smith. I feel like this one's not really as it's a good competition, but I think it's kind of obvious too. Um, Marcus Page, to me, I mean, Kenny Smith had some good years at Carolina, but Marcus Page had some great years at Carolina too. I got to get Marcus Page on this one. I'm agreeing with you completely. I mean, I don't want to say the entire podcast none of this is disrespect, but like, it's it's, it's Marcus, man. Yeah, I mean, and let's go ahead and mention, I mean, we're trying to take the bias out of it, but at the same time, we watched some of these players play, and we didn't watch them on play, so it's kind of hard to take all that out, you know what I mean? So, oh, ex- exactly. But we are trying to give the older generation a fair shot here. We we really are. I mean, it's. I mean, shit. Honestly, I mean, when we go back to the when we go to the third round, it's gonna be like, whoa. And this, I feel like this, this third round about to get tough. But oh yeah, right here I'm with you, man. It's it's, it's got to be Marcus. Yeah, I think so. So uh, the last matchup of the second round got Ty Lawson against Kendall Marshall. Yeah, to me, this one just kind of boiled down to Ty won the championship. Kendall came up a little short. I'm agreeing with you completely. And I feel like, you know, I can really go through Ty's shit a lot more on this next, you know, third round. Because, like I said, agreeing with you, and it just comes down to that title. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's the biggest part of it is he got the title. Kendall came up short. (laughs) Oh, man. Shout out Kendall, though. It was on the Lakers or whatever for a minute. Say that again? I said we're down to the final four, bro. Oh, man, 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 man. This first matchup is hard, bro, real hard. Actually, both of them are really hard. But... Right, right. This is this, this final four. I mean, left side of the bracket versus the right side of the bracket. Well, almost. Yeah, almost. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, Phil Ford versus um, Raymond Felton. I'm going to ask you, man, who do you got here? Because I'm kind of – I was very torn on this one. You know, I I too. <laughs> I too am just torn because – and I'm, I'm pulling Raymond back up now. Like we continue to say, if we're talking about, like, numbers, it's Phil, hands down. Yeah, but Raymond got a title. Raymond's got that title, and his numbers aren't trash either or his accomplishments. Yeah. I mean, Phil's got him in points, Raymond's got the assist, and Raymond's got the championship. 
So I'm. I'll tell you now. I gave it to Raven. I, I was. It, I sat there and stared at this one for a good five minutes. Before I, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at it too, and I'm like, yo, it's it's so tough because it's like either either Phil wins this and he probably fuck around and wins the entire thing, or it come, you know. But God, like you said, that title for Raven, man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm agree with you too. I'm gonna go with Raymond Felton. I don't want the old heads coming far ahead top. If you guys are listening, you know, but I don't really know a lot of people like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all young bloods never saw Phil Ford. I don't I don't know who's gonna hit us up saying that right now. I remember my grandma, you know, I, I started watching Carolina basketball because of my grandma, you know that. But yes. Um, she used to talk about Phil Ford while we talk about Tyler Hansborough. I remember Word. Yeah. She used to talk about, of course, Jordan was what everybody thinks about at Carolina, but she would say, like, Jordan was great, but Phil was more dominant to watch than Jordan was in college. So I was like, wow. And that's saying a lot, too. That really is. Damn, I don't, we do not want to come with any disrespect, man. Good Lord. No, not at all. I mean, if. If it was set up different, Phil would definitely, to me, make the championship game. But he happened to – the two guys that were probably the two best ended up on the same side, to me. Right. So. Um, third round, second matchup, Marcus Page versus Ty Lawson. Uh, I'm probably a little surprised you here, bro, but I gave it to Ty Lawson. I, no, I'm about to say, you, you didn't because I'm going with Ty, too. Well, I figured you were gonna think I give it to Marcus because of you know. Now I know, I know, I get that. I really do get that, but like, <laughs> and I know how you feel about my Marcus. But at the same time, too, man. I mean, I remember us talking about Ty in high school. Oh yeah, Ty was. He was. Ty was, Ty was nothing to be played with. I, I said, I said to this day, or whatever. Like we're this is this is college. We're talking about clearly their times at North Carolina, but. <laughs> Even like if, if if Ty doesn't go through his own personal struggles, which you know I don't even want to talk in depth about because you know God bless that's a disease. Ty's still in the league now, I think. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that's no bias there. Like Ty was a motherfucker. Hundred percent. But I definitely think he moves on to the final round. Yeah, I mean it's got to be. I mean pretty much. So, you got anything before we get into this um, final matchup? No, nah, man. I mean, pretty much. That's uh, I'm ready for the championship, I guess. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, repping the left side of the bracket, the winner, Raymond Felton, from 02 to 05, versus Ty Lawson, Repping the other side of the um, bracket from 06 to 09. I guess this is the time to go through their accomplishments before we get into anything else. You know what's funny, though, before you get into that, though? Go ahead. You'd have asked me, like, hey, man, who do you think the two best point guards in Carolina were? These two? These these were the two I would have named right off the top of my head, so it's kind of crazy that it, it comes down to these two. You know what I'm saying? It really is, and I'm, I'm glad you said that, too, because I feel like when we talk about, like, Carolina point guards, like we talked about Kendall and we talked about Joel and even Marcus, like, some of our favorites, but and, – and Joel has a title, you know? Oh, yeah. Joel has a title. Like, 
Joe kind of ran into like a buzzsaw, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, same thing with Phil Ford, I mean. But when we he, think about, like, Carolina, you think about titles. Yeah. And you think about, at least from our age range, we think about these two. Pretty much. I mean, it's those two, and then it's the, to me, it's those two, and it's the 17 title, which, so, man. Yeah, it, 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 this one's going to be tough, man. This one's going to take a little bit. Yeah. I, <sighs> I know who I got, but I want you to go through the conference one more time to make sure I'm still on board with who I got here. <laughs> First off, Raymond Felton, NCAA champion, NCAA all-tourney, three-time all-ACC, two-time all-ACC tourney, and ACC all-freshman, and Ty Lawson, ACC or NCAA champion, NCAA all tourney, two time NCAA all regional, <sighs> ACC player of the year, AC, all ACC, all ACC tournament, and all ACC freshman. He won <sighs> ACC player of the year? Yeah. Damn. Uh, that last year. That's right. The Hansbro got a junior year. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Damn. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I, I'm going to change my pick, actually. Come on. Do it. I, I had Raymond Felton, but I'm changing it to Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson, let's fucking go. We're in this shit together, bro. Man, I, I, I had RF written down right here, but because of that player of the year, that, that kind of turns it for me, you know? <clears throat> bro, I mean, I look, it, it's... We're we're all winners in this. Oh yeah, we are all we are the winners because we cheer for not only the best college basketball program of all time, we get blessed with the best players. We recruit the best players. We do. So we are all winners. Amen. And this was, I mean, this was tough. Like, I mean, shit. Who can can y'all go through this or whatever? Because like. I mean, this is hard, man. Like we had to, we had to get out, we had to get out the burrow in the first round. Like it's still tough, man. Oh yeah, and I want to say, man, like Derek said, we're gonna put a picture of the bracket. Go through and do it yourself, and let us know what you think. I mean, yes, comment, like tell us or whatever, because we really want to know. Oh yeah, because this was there was some definitely some tough matchups in here. I'm 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 ready for our next bracket. You know the. Um, I'm sure we're going to order such shooting guards are next. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a good one, too. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be kind of, you know, we're not going to give it away because, of course, you know, we got to do the episode, guys. But, I, I like, there's, there's there's one guy that just pops up in everyone's mind, and then we got to think of, like, 15 other people. Oh, yeah, but we also got to keep in consideration when we do this, that one guy, we got to look at his college career, not his. NBA career. Yeah, his, 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 his overall career, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is college. Like, there's a, there's a reason why there's a, like, you know, a college Hall of Fame and then like, Basketball Hall of Fame, because in basketball, you know, they put your um your, your Olympic stuff and all that in there, you know? Alright, right. Because if we're doing straight off his total career, it's obvious. <laughs> I mean, shit, we, we have said this and everything, and I'm gonna just tell you this, bro, because, um, you know, lots lot of stuff been going on with the last dance. Like we, it, it's crazy. We ain't gotta say his name. Y'all all know who we've been talking about. But like this last dance, a lot of people have been having like the debate, 
And, you know, I've always told people I know who the greatest player of all time is, but my favorite player is LeBron James. Oh, yeah. And you know that, and you and and you know this, bro. I was actually selling this to one of my mans or whatever, and he was like, or he was just saying a lot. And I I told him something that you told me like uh, years ago. He was like, you know, one thing if I rock with you, bro, when you ride for somebody, you ride for them. Oh yeah, you you hundred percent do. I I am a hundred percent. You can't tell me nothing. But yeah. I, 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 like, during all this and everything, and I mean, I didn't forget, but, like, I mean, shit, we're, I, I ain't got to put all our business out here like this or whatever. We're not, we're not 30 yet, you know? No, no. We, we so, that. <laughs> like, Jordan was winning his second title whenever we, like, we were, like, a couple, we weren't even a year old yet when Jordan yeah. was winning his second title. So, we, we, we didn't see that exactly. Yeah. You to know? Me, like you said, Jordan was the greatest of all time, and I know that. He is. It's, it's, it's not even close, honestly. My favorite player of all time. Even at Carolina, my favorite player is not him and Tyler Hansbrough. But my favorite player of all time, you know who it is, Allen Iverson. That's Allen Iverson. There we go. Look, that's why I knew you was going to be my man forever. I was like, wait. Because <laughs> you, 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 you didn't see, I didn't even say not even just on no like, white kids or whatever. You don't see it. Like, fuck it. You don't see a lot of white kids rocking with Iverson like that. Oh, yeah. That was my dude, bro. <laughs> And even before I knew you, I was like, yo, you know, it, it, and it took me going to your house that first time. And your mom said that picture of you on the fridge with the Iverson All-Star jersey on. I said, my fucking nigga, let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Classic. Yeah. Like. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little, little side of that, that, that joint uh, almost took me to tears. Like after Kobe had passed and um, they had Iverson, that like that video of Iverson and D-Wade hugging with Iverson with the um, the Kobe jersey on. Oh yeah, that shit was rough, bro. Iverson was so nice. Mike said, "Shit, yeah." He's like, he tried to get me out of here. <laughs> Look, first <laughs> year. Can you imagine being a rookie and you're like, "Yo, this is the goat," but I still got to cross you though. Oh yeah, that man had no fear. When they said that man in the huddle looked at them and said, "Yeah, I'm about to cross Mike over," they were like, "What?" <laughs> and he did it. Like, damn, bro. Just oh man. That man's something else. Like with, with all of that, it's just it, it's like you know. So, someone said it best, and I, I'll, I'll say it like this: for 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 me, just personally being a LeBron fan, and I don't take it to the extreme. Like I said, I might take some things to the extreme. I don't take that to the extreme. I'm not what people quote unquote call bronze sexuals, whatever. Which that's nasty. Don't even. Good lord. I've never heard that. What the fuck? Oh, you heard it, bro? You you on me on Twitter enough, man? I be trying to lower. Good lord. Yeah, they they be going in on quote unquote Braun fans, but like if, if we're talking like the greatest in like you know basketball player of all time for everyone that's played the game of basketball, and for me to be like you know what my favorite is like number two only behind one dude, that's still pretty dope to say. Yeah, I mean he and there's I mean of course there's debate there too because some people say Kobe was a better player than LeBron, but. To me, you can't go wrong with any of those players. You know what I'm saying? You you can't. You you can't. People always have something to debate about. It's going to go on for, like, you know, the end of time. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, if you ask some really older dudes, like, you know, Larry Bird, they say he was the best of all time. So. When I was little at one point, I like, I mean, besides the whole Bill Russell thing, which, of course, you know, rings, I always said, I'm like, how does Kareem not get in everyone's list? Like, his numbers are crazy. Yeah, but I think the reason why is because just because he 
didn't really try to win as much as he did to try to fucking score. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that too, and shit. I use the um, I use the Isaiah Thomas argument. You know, he like he looked at it whenever like they did the whole top fifty players uh, list or whatever back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, I'm looking around or whatever. I'm seeing a lot of people's teammates here with them, and I'm one of the few people by myself. True. It's kind of crazy to talk about when it's like, okay, yeah, you know, Kareem was Kareem. He also had Magic for, five, for like, all those years. Yeah. And George just flat out said, you know, Magic's the greatest point guard of all time. But it's pretty easy to score when you got one of the greatest point guards of all time. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to do a point guard list for the NBA or whatever, but I feel like Matt, if Magic ain't in your top two, then I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> shit. And he's top two, and I don't think he's number two. So I mean. I, 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 look, 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 shit, not even low key, maybe high key there, bro. Yeah. To, to, I mean, because people look at LeBron now, and he kind of plays a little bit of everything. But like, you didn't have someone that size playing point guard in like the eighties. Right, right. Like that, that man, Magic was crazy. Then fucked around and learned how to play in the post, and just was like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm six nine. What are you gonna do? Like, I feel like without Magic and Bird, the NBA isn't saved. Yeah, like, the league was still on tape delay and everything, but, it, like, if, if Magic and Bird hadn't came in whenever they came in, like, we look, like, I, I hate it when some people are like, oh, well, you know, if you look at stuff now, it's going to happen before then. I'm like, well, duh, first off. And second off, <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for Magic and Bird and everything, I mean, who's to say we're not on tape delay? Who's to say the league isn't, you know, because, like, I, I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons and shit now. Mm-hmm. He always talks about, you know, the league was kind of in a spot where, like, literally they were like, oh, well, the league's too black. And, like, you can find articles being like, who wants to watch all this? And it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, like in this in this PC culture, bro, that shit's crazy to go back and check. But what 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 were, what were you saying, bro? I kind of lost you. Oh, yeah, I was uh, saying I found, like, this article the other day. I think it was on Twitter. It might have been so long. I can't remember where I found it. But it was like top 25 NBA, NBA players of all time, basically. And you know these motherfuckers, first of all, didn't even have Allen Iverson in the top 20. Second of all, they had Dwayne Wade ranked ahead of him. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. I was like, I I looked at it, I was like, okay, the top 20 is debatable because he had a couple really good seasons and then like he fell off pretty quickly because towards the end of his career. But having yeah. Dwayne head up him, I'm like, I don't know about that one. I like Dwayne, don't get me wrong. Some of his stuff after his career with his son are a little questionable, but we didn't get into that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but um But yeah, I was really thrown off by that one, bro. I'm trying to find him right now because I don't know if we're talking about the same list, but you know ESPN did there because um if the NBA hadn't stopped, it was uh year seventy four. Oh, okay. So they were doing the top 74 players. And that's where, like, you know, that whole shit started off or whatever, because I think they had, like, LeBron second or third. And I think Kobe was, like, nine and uh, Shaq was 10th. I'm, I'm looking it up right now, and I'm trying to figure out where they got Iverson. That might be the same one, because I remember seeing Kobe, like, almost out of the top 10, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I'm still looking or whatever now, because I'm, I'm not trying to like get you hot up here or whatever, because like, I'm I'm in the 50s now and I haven't caught it. I know you saying yo the 50s like that's rude, but I'm just I'm telling you, bro, like, it, it was some wild shit up here. So you just gotta let me go through this list or whatever for a second, because I'm I don't I'm, I don't want to spoil this entire list because I have an idea for later on if everyone else can catch my drift there. Yeah, 
So I'm still looking. I'm getting to Iverson. I hope. Now I'm, I stopped. I started at the very beginning too. So if he's not on this list, I feel like you have a reason to rant. <laughs> Steve Nash. I just hit him at third. Okay, they have Allen Iverson at 29th. Okay, that's about where I saw. That was like the lower part of the 20s, bro. Like. I can get having Steve Nash ahead of him because Steve Nash won the MVP like two or three years in a row, right? Yeah, back to back. I think it was like 07, 08, or 06, yeah. 07, one of them. But, um, but yeah, like, I was just... Some of the people that had in front of me, I think the was one of them, I think. There was a couple that was like... I'll go through. How about this? I'll, I'll, I'll name these players or whatever just because, you know... I'm going to start at 35 and then just go up to um, a certain number or whatever, right? All right. So 35 is Jason Kidd. Yeah. Uh, 34 is George Mikan. Uh, 33 is John Havlicek. R.I.P. Hondo. 32, James Harden. Okay. Uh, 31, who Jordan said was the second best point guard of all time, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I agree with that. 30, Steve, uh, Steve Nash. Like we said a while ago, um, 29, Allen Iverson. And in the picture, they got like a dope-ass picture of him scoring over like three dudes with them bright-ass blue jerseys that they had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sixers had some six jerseys at that, that one point. Okay, so I'm going to just tell you this, and this is no disrespect on anything as far as like we're talking numbers. 28 is John Stockton. Wow. The all-time steals and assist leader. Well, I guess the damn, I guess that's just a strong list. Then I guess, or maybe I shouldn't be that disrespectful. But. Well, I say that, but then number twenty-nine. I don't know if you're gonna be mad or not. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> uh, twenty-six. Dwayne Wade. There, see, there it is, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Giannis. Tw- I, I can see that in the future. He's probably gonna be. But Dwayne Wade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, twenty fifth, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna break up. Oh, well, two championships in two different places. You know what, bro? I'm not even going. <laughs> well, just let me let me get to twenty. Let me get to twenty. Uh, twenty four, David Robinson. Okay, I give you that. Twenty three, Charles Barkley. Hmm. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I only thing I'm gonna think of is like MVP, and he made it to a finals. But if we're using both of those, Iverson did the same thing. Exactly. And I think it was the same year. Scored multiple years. <laughs> yeah. Now, 22. This is way before our time, and it's funny. He's also was number 22, Elgin Baylor. Oh, okay. Now, Elgin Baylor was getting busy back in, like, you know, his days. Yeah. You know, the 50s going all the way to, like, you know, 72, I think. And low-key, he retired the same year they won a title. He retired, like, 11 games in, which it kind of sucks. I'm like, damn, you should have – I wish he would have stayed around and got that title. But, I mean, how was he supposed to know? Oh, yeah, true that. And he was scoring, like, 61 points in, like, the 60s. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Yeah, I give you that one. Like it literally says, like that was oh sixty one in the playoffs. Apparently, that was like the highest number until like Jordan did it in like eighty six. Now twenty one, 
Ah, this is no shade. Scotty Pippen. Oh, man. One of the best defenders of all time in six championships, but he played with the GOAT. I'm about to say you got six championships, but I could have got six championships if you gave me Jordan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he was the best defender of that era, hands down, and he did his role. But like literally, you're gonna you're gonna see when you watch Last Dance, bro. There's a part where Scotty got mad and just a whole bunch of other dumb shit happened, bro. And you're gonna be like, oh, okay. And I just my my goat would never, or you know, my fave would never. <laughs> and I say, why are people mad? Because like I was like, not people. I was like, why is Scotty mad? Like. Why would we think you like would hit this jump shot? Like I've never seen you made a make a jump shot before. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Like go back and look. I'm telling you guys. It, I, I've said. I said it. In, I said it when we did last dance. I'll say it here on Tario Talk. If you can go find Scottie Pippen making a jump shot, please send it to me. My Twitter's and everything are in the bios. Please shoot me that because I I've not found it. <laughs> Even on 2K, that motherfucker can't hit a jumper. Damn. If it's not underneath the basket, it ain't going in. And uh, number 20, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Kevin Garnett's one of the most underrated players for me. So I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like he has he has respect from everyone. Okay. MVP, defensive player of the year, championship, you know. Started and all those, all those wasted potential years whenever <laughs> he was on, like, just up in Minnesota, just getting wasted away. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I remember that when like, he was in Minnesota back in like, playing those NBA games, he was always the highest running point uh, power for that 99 rating. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still a debate between him and Tim Duncan, and people give it to Timmy as far as, you know, accomplishments and certain things. But it's, it's a tough debate if you ask me. I mean, I feel like it's a lot closer than what a lot of people want to say, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you ask me, if I was going to pick one of them, I'd take Kevin Garnett, because he's just more dominant than Tim Duncan to me, but Tim Duncan was a straight winner if there was ever one, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we get to trust. There's so many different things you could just do between them two, but I feel like I, I'm, I'm glad KD does get the respect he deserves. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, KG, if I did say KD, good Lord. Thank you, say KD, but I knew too. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I'm, I'm going to let you get to what you're getting to. You got anything before we close out here, bro? No, nah, bro. It's just uh, people out there look forward to the uh, next one coming up. We'll try to get it to you as quickly as possible. Hopefully not yeah. too long. Trust. This was supposed to be like a week ago, but I was going through some things. You hear me? Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Well, we got a situation. Got to square it away. So that's all that matters now. Hope you and guys enjoyed this. Maybe about um, next week so we can get this shit worked out and get another one out to you. Oh yeah, you already know Tar Heel Talk, man. We back. It felt feels good to get back with you, bro. Yeah, football season's coming. Walk out for my car here, baby. Seventeenth level rock. We coming for it. Hey, you better go off, man. You got anything to say about uh, your Dolphins? Hey, man. Um, my Dolphins looking like they gonna make some noise this year. They they done picked up some people, so I'm excited about that. That was tough, man. I'm hoping that Tua. I ain't gonna try to say his last name. Tonga Vailoa. I'm about to say, I'll let you have that one. I know you done learned it. Yeah, <laughs> you know when I learned the name, it's there. But uh, so I'm hoping he can do some starting this year, and I think we can make some noise in that East. But I think the Patriots fell off, and I'm not really confident in the Bills, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm here for the slander. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I, I personally, the, you know, the, I know how y'all say like the uh, Chargers are going to charge it, but the Bills are going to Bills too. So. <laughs> I mean, history is on your side with that too. They ain't won the they, they ain't won the East since like what the nineties, I think. I think I'm pretty sure it was the nineties. Yes. Yeah. We're going to see, bro. I mean, we still got to deal with Belichick. I mean, even though Brady's gone, you know, Belichick's going to have something up his sleeve. So. Now, yeah, he's got something figured out or whatever. I mean, if if, if he sees something in, J- in uh, Jason Stidham. Yeah, Stidham. <laughs> is, is, it, is it Jason? Did I see him say his first name right? Jared Stidham. I'm about to say, I don't know his first name to be honest with you. <laughs> it's, it's Stidham. It's something Stidham, man. I don't know. But I do know I was listening to an NFL podcast the other day, and they were saying like apparently Stidham had some. He never could get like a home in college, but he was apparently like really talented. He just never could get like a good squad or whatever. Right. To, to me, to, to me, you know who that sounds like. Who's that, bro? Also, a, a former um, New England Patriot. You remember Matt Castle? Yeah, man. Matt- he, he's the 2020 Matt Castle. I mean, but that only lasted one year. Like, I mean, maybe this will be one year thing too. But you know, remember Matt Castle didn't even start in college. He was just like a random backup, came in there and won like 11 games. Let's hope that this dude's gonna win 11 games, bro. <laughs> For your sake, I hope so, man. Um, it seems to me like they lost a lot of talent, not just Brady. So I don't, I don't. Oh, true. true. So yeah. I'm Hey, bro, that's, that's trust. Another one in the books, man. Um, remember, guys, always to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I said, all the stuff at the beginning. Stuff going to be in the bios, links, and everything below. Check out the link tree for all your stuff. It's going to have that new um, June playlist. Not on this podcast, but on the next one. Still go check out the May playlist. I mean, that was pretty dope, you know, but... I'm just going to warn you, me and my homie dropped that Kaylani review, so I mean, it's going to have a lot of R&B up in there, too. So, you know, Drake dominated that last playlist because y'all already knew the fuck he was as soon as he dropped. Um, <laughs> I think Freddie Gibbs is dropping today whenever you're listening to this, so hopefully that'll be a thing. I don't know if it's an album or just a song, but dope for that. All that aside, closing this off, dope episode 13 of Tar Heel Talk. Of me, more to come. Already know Coco just woke up and everything And looking at the time it's about time for him to get fed So I understand it Um (laughs) That's Cody I'm Mookie And until next time We are